Yes, me. It's the Air Force Veteran Intel Specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done. And the ridiculously kissable, that's right, your friendly neighborhood red dog. And you are checking out the Three Count Podcast. (laughs) Do you want to get live with me? Do you really want to ride with me? I'm in the club, baby, grind on me. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Wintering, and I'm your host, Clifford Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, after season four, our 300th episode, I would just hope you say it with me, I am your Sherpa. Because like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, which I like to think I am, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's into the ring. So who's into the ring today? You can find this man at C3W, EWA, HWF, NWC, ADLL, HWT, Voltage, SWA, 1CW, and Invictus. He is Air Force veteran, Intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done, the D-I-C-K of this industry, and the ridiculously kissable one. He is your friendly neighborhood Red Dog. Hey, yo. How's it going, man? <laughs> Not bad, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I definitely appreciate this so much. <laughs> I know. I love doing these intros because there's, like, so much fun to do. And, like, you get to see people's faces kind of, like, change as they go through it. So, like, yo, I just do want to thank you for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate that. You know, you have a really big knack for this, man. I really appreciate that you would even bring me on the show and talk to me about just, like, anything that we're going to talk about wrestling-related. We're going to talk about eating the dogs as this helicopter flies by because we are outside. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. I'm always just kind of wondering, like, why pro wrestling? How did, like, okay, first of all, let's get, let's get this right. Who is Red Dog? Oh, well, you know me. I'm just a typical mercenary who just wants to be out here in the world and just have some fun. And I found myself going into pro wrestling and trying to figure out, like, how I can get along and uh, make outdated references while enjoying the soothing sounds of, you know, the Backstreet Boys. You know, just just some fun, fun ways to listen to them and, and bring that to the world. You know, I've heard you mention that before in promos that you, you're, like, a really big fan of, like, the Backstreet Boys. So I'm just curious, why the Backstreet Boys? Why not, like, one of the other, like, boy band groups? Because they have the shape of my heart, you know? And then sometimes you leave opponents feeling black and blue, and then, you know, you want it that way. So then you go out of your way to, you know, make sure that they know everybody's back. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, people just got to quit playing games with my heart and <laughs> okay. know how to do okay. things. All right. Well, for those who don't know who you are, you know, how did how did you get into the business? Like, what brought you in? So, you know, I was a big fan of the business for a long time, and I, I've been studying the ways of wrestling forever. And I thought, like, how else can I bring myself into something like this? Like, I'm out outlandish i like to be the guy that like comes around and beats people up and i've been training my whole life for this but it was like amateur wrestling between jiu-jitsu even a little bit of muay thai here and there you know just picking things up and learning how to fight but you know ever since i was a young young strapping lad i like to think of myself as like a cool leonardo with a little bit of the uh you know Raphael attitude and just with the funny side of michelangelo and even sometimes the a little bit of intelligence of like a donatello and you know these guys just all came together and i just became one super ninja turtle and i wanted the battle back against all of these people who I think of more of like the foot versus the hand because you know they're not quite at the top I got you I got you no it's it's, it's cool because like you know it just it's things that bring us together and we think about all the time and we just never really kind of like bring those aspects of like the business into it right because like a lot of people talk about like 
the character side of you or like who you are and like how you got brought into the business and stuff and it's interesting to hear your point of view from it because it's like you came from like this mercenary type world and you know you get paid a lot of money and in this business i we talk about a lot like to yeah get to like the big players to to make that money you know yeah right now like i'm just taking a whole bunch of hits because it seems like i'm just not getting paid at the rate that i need to be paid at no Okay, well, I mean, we, we, we're talking about the, the, the win. What, what is the end goal for Red Dog? Like, where does Red Dog want to be at, you know, in five you years? You know, Red Dog wants to be the finest mercenary in all of professional wrestling. You know, the guy that you go to when you need to get things done. And uh, that's what I keep trying to accomplish. But everybody keeps seeming to want to get in the way, get contracts put out there. You know, they just want to do whatever they want to do. It's kind of weird, but I just have to keep pushing on and keep doing my thing. So I just keep working my way up to the business and just finding my way up to the top. So eventually I'm just going to be the top and the finest mercenary of all professional wrestling. And that's where I want to be at. I mean, don't we all? Yes. We all want to be there because, like, it's 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 just the greatest thing of all time, right? All right. Well, so you've been in this business now for just a little bit, you know, over three years now. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what's one of the worst bumps you've ever taken? Oh, this one time I took this backbreaker and like I thought my back had literally been broken. Like I thought I was batman there for a second when i was fighting against a, a bane type person you know and uh i didn't really know but like for a while there i just couldn't breathe right and then i felt like one of my lungs had been punctured uh like it was back when i was in uh you know i was in the undisclosed area i can't really tell you guys where i was because uh, you know it, it it it's not important to y'all but just know it was confidential but yeah it was like oh i yeah I'm no i it's not, okay. not a thing that i would want to do you know like one time i i took a bump uh it was like in the middle of like February, kind of March time frame, it was one of my first months of like active training. I thought it'd be a great idea to do like a, a, a giant senton off the top rope, kind of like a, a Kira Tozawa does. And like when I hit the ground, the ring didn't really give, the mat didn't really give, and I, it just took all the air out of my lungs. Plus I wasn't even training for that bump, and I, yeah, it, it ridiculously sucks. So I kind of feel where you're coming from and talking to aspects of like how that feels, yo. Yeah, it's crazy though, like in it. this business, just like the things that happen to you when you just don't expect them to, because you're like working really hard, and then like most random things happen, you know, like I've torn my abdomen, you know, just doing a simple roll, you know, it took me out eight weeks. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have done it either. You should really learn like how to do those roles properly and practice them a lot, because you know at any given time we can get injured in the sport, and that's just one thing that we've been we've been taught and trained since day one. So if you're out here just like randomly taking roles and not doing them correctly you can actually get hurt really really bad in this sport and i don't think people understand that, that like this is a real life it's kind of so weird too like when you think about things you know like and, and you go through these injuries like you kind of go back to the drawing board because you're not really comfortable like being the character that you are right so i know like uh like you you've kind of gone through your own shifts a little bit so can you tell us more about like the changing of that character and how it worked out yeah, well, I mean, it's not really a character. It's just me. So for the longest time, like, I thought I would just be this serious kind of person and just be like, hey, this is how I'm going to do March. March forward. Be this harsh, strict, sexy kind of guy. And I realized, like, nobody was really wanting to pay attention to that guy because everybody is trying to be that guy. So I was like, well, let me take it on the other side of things. Let me just be a little bit more, uh, me. You know, a little fun-loving kind of guy that just loves to go out and collect and uh, beat people up and then talk trash about them while I'm beating them up. I mean, some people think that they're going to, you know, blow a horn out there or they're going to sit back and yell some crazy catchphrase. And I'm going to yell a catchphrase too while I'm also hitting you with something that you don't like. 
you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny to me. I just, I like to think about the randomness that I like to do and uh, just. We all love a little bit there. of humor, though, right? Because I mean, like, even when like me, like you know, being military, just like you were, right? Uh, it's, it's one of those things where we just enjoy like the dark humor side of things and just like making fun and poking fun at things. And it really becomes tough because what happens is, is that people don't really get our jokes and then they think that we're just kind of like morbid for doing it. And we are, we're a lot morbid for it because everybody just thinks that they just need to be like, you know, tell out these PC jokes where they tell everything ABC and I hope nobody gets up anybody, you know? So if it's not like all that kind of stuff, what keeps Red Dog motivated? What keeps him moving? What makes him want to keep doing these things that he's doing in in this line of work you know it's funny because i'm gonna let you guys on an exclusive right see red dog has a family like everybody has a family right and i have a have family. you ever talked about having a family before no so you guys get to be the first ones i get to talk about it so i have a family i support my family right i mean i, I guess we'll you. do a live right yeah, yeah we're doing a live right now that we're talking about it but anyway so i have a little one right and she's my world and i go out of my way to make sure that she has everything she needs in this place and i support her with everything that she, I, I have so you know i go out and beat people up because i want her to understand that no she I, I understand i understand yeah so she gets to have all these great things while i go around and i just beat people up and then i take you know, my portion of the money and I give it to her so that way she can do something with it in the future, whether it's like go to school. Yeah, to. it just makes sense, right? Yeah, get some money, go to school, you know, buy art supplies because that's like her big thing. She loves to draw and I, I love to support her habits. So, you know, as long as she's out there doing crack, like we're good. So I just want to make sure that she's not doing drugs and doing the arts thing. And I No, I totally her. understand. So listen, uh, I'm just very curious. I just want to see like what your thought process is. But seeing that you've been in for about, you know, three and a half years now in this line of work, I'm just curious, what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn? Yo, so one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn is that uh, not everybody wants to be your friend. Somebody is out there looking at their way of like getting in on your success or even just trying to mock you or make things happen that they didn't really come up with originally. Because sometimes, you know, you're just trying to be the guy that you want to be and having fun and you're having a natural connection with people and other people just want to take what's yours and they don't really understand how it works, but they don't have that it factor and they keep trying to take your it factor, even though it's not really something you could just take, you just have. And I feel like that's just a good life lesson in general. Like, just is it really? Just, you shouldn't be that way. You should be trying to like help people in general, them. or just you know, like offer assistance. But sometimes, you know, people just want to be very like tight knit with the intel that they have, right? They don't want to talk about it with people no. because they're just like, no, it's just you know, I've I've gathered this all myself, and they kind of treat it like I don't know, like it it's it's not even exactly exactly like they just got like some right. magical the ring problem. and they're not really trying to help out people but like, you should always be wanting to give back hey but listen uh before we jump into the best segment i do have one question for you and i love asking everybody who comes on the show i need one do and one don't of the locker room oh that's easy for a do do go around and shake everybody's hands because you never know who you're gonna piss off if you don't shake their hands because you know this wrestling business is tight-knit and people just don't want to be that you know, they don't want to be that guy, which you should also not do. You should not be that guy because chances are that if you're around and you can't figure it out, you are probably that guy that if you're the odd one out and you're not really understanding. So don't be that guy and shake everybody's hands because it just makes sense. Like, what are, what are we doing? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. It's true. Of course it's true. It's what we talk about. What What is wrong with this guy? What is, what is wrong with him? I 100% agree. Agree with that you're that guy? Yeah, you probably are that but guy. But listen, let's get into the best segment of the three count podcast. That is the 10 count questions. And Mr. Dog, this is how it works. It's Senor Red Dog. 
Senor Red Dog. This is how it works. I'm going to fire out 10 questions at you rapid fast. And uh, whatever your answer is, that's your answer. So, uh... This will be fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and put the imaginary timer mm. on the clock. Bing! And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? I like it raw. I mean, Favorite I like actor. giving it raw. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. PlayStation or Xbox? Switch, Nintendo, all the way. Pokemon, love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, favorite movie? Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Okay, okay. That's fine. Uh, let's go. X-Men or The Avengers? The Avengers? What? No, X-Men, no. Avengers. No, Justice League. Wait, that's right. I right, yeah. got you. Avengers. Uh, favorite cartoon? Uh, the Smurfs. Papa Smurf is the man. I love him. That's why I have a red hat. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mario or Sonic? Uh, Vector Man. Nobody knows who that is, but you guys can figure it out. What was that? Okay, okay. Uh, favorite podcast? Uh, uh the, the Three Count Podcast. Like, right? It's not like we don't have this thing marketed everywhere to tell somebody, "Hey, yo, it's this podcast." Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Uh, I would like to see uh, Master Chief on this podcast. I think he'd be a great, great person to, to talk to. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word? Frukenheimer. I have no idea what that means. I just feel like okay. that would just be a fun thing to say to people all the time. Frukenheimer! <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's your favorite curse word. But, all right, those are all the questions I do have for you. So the last thing I need for you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Bet. Well, you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms at the underscore red dog 85, whether that's Twitter, IG, the TikToks. You can find me on your YouTube channel, also at the red dog 85. You can find me uh, just about everywhere because I feel like I put all myself on social media. You can even find me on Facebook if you type in the red dog. And, you know, you guys can go buy my merch on ProWrestlingTees.com, ForYourWear.com, or even WhatAManeuver.net. You guys can find all my stuff there. Just search for the well, red dog. You have and you can find he me. told you where you can find me. Gave you all his handles. He even told you about some of his things that got going on from his social media over to his YouTube channel. So you know what that means. We got. Yes, I have a YouTube channel, by the way. In case anybody just didn't notice, like I'm, I'm glad you said that. Well, he told you where you could find him. He gave you all of his information. Told you social media, even his YouTube channel. And like every great part of a wrestling match, we gotta take this home because this is the Three Count Podcast presents now in Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And like every good Sherpa, you know, it's never about me. It's about who's into ring. So who's into ring? You see him right there. It is your friendly neighborhood, Red Dog. You guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there. Or you're legitimately following us on all of our social media platforms. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're leaving those five-star frog slash reviews that you do on Apple Podcasts. You're even listening to us to Amazon Music because, yeah, we're there too. You're buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com. You're even checking out our stuff on ForYourWear.com depending if that site's up or not. You're doing all this stuff. You're telling your friends about us. You're leaving those comments. You're telling your family about us. You're giving those, all those likes. You're telling everybody to subscribe. You're doing all that stuff, or you're really just kind of waiting for that episode end. You're waiting for that outro. 
and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Kawaii. Kawaii. What's going on? It is Clipper Red Dog, the man that leads you up your nuts and call wrestling. And what we need from you guys is to kind of show us some support, right? We want you guys to go to our YouTube channel at the Three Count Podcast, go on to our Twitch channel, Three Count Pod, or even our Facebook page, Three Count Podcast, and just give us a like, follow, subscribe, even give us a comment, right? Do all that cool stuff. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, right? Or you can even come talk to us and just chat us up, right? Find us on Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Find us on IG and on TikTok at Three Count Pod. Go ahead and leave us those comments. We want to hear from all of you guys. We're going to keep putting on videos and stuff like that. We want to keep making this content better. So we want your guys' support. Also, if you guys want to, go support us at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count podcast or even find us on ForYourWear.com. Give us the support. Show us your guys' love because we want to give it right back to y'all. So in the meantime, between time, love y'all.